Get ready for your weekly dose of tips, tactics, and insights on how to turbocharge your marketing. You are listening to Smart Marketing with your host, Justin Lister. And Yevon Grobler. Yevon? Justin. How's, How's it going? Good, 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 good. Okay, so guys, um, I think following on from uh, the general theme uh, that we've been working on, which is what we learned about online casino marketing in 2022, and relating back to the episode that we did before, which spoke about you know which marketing uh, channels essentially provide the best return on investment for online casinos, and in there we you know, Google Ads was um, yeah was one of the topics. So. Um, but a big challenge that many, many people face is, you know, how do we essentially get around the, um, the restrictions that Google places on, um, yeah, on accounts for online, uh, for, for iGaming? Well, Justin, I guess then to that point, as our topic for today, the question is, how can I remove my online casino, Google, as well as social media ad restrictions? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> cool. So I think the the first thing is really um, you got to ask yourself: Is it free play or is it real play? So just you know, and I, and I don't mean free players in here yeah, have some free spins, but you have to distinguish between something where there is a mechanism or possibility that you can actually deposit and win real money. Oh, should I say yeah? Definitely win real money, and I think that's really what constitutes um, gambling. Um, so, cause you got to remember that if you look at Google and Facebook, they're not against responsible, um, responsible gambling because, uh, at the end of the day, uh, gambling is very much, it's very much a cultural thing, although there's a lot of political components to it as well. And, you know, if you look at the U S and you look at Vegas and Macau, I mean, there's cities built around, around gambling. So it, it definitely depends on the country, how they view it. So I think that just needs to be taken into consideration. Um, but I think as long as you are essentially never targeting minors for one, I think that goes without saying, um, you know, you need to essentially check your local restrictions. And, and when you do check your local restrictions, uh, you need to also look at that within the context of what type of iGaming, because, you know, the way a country treats lotteries might not be the way they treat sports betting and might not be the way they treat online casino. They're all seen as, as quite different. Um, and then there's also what type of uh, what type of if you're a, a casino are you land based or are you online? You know, when you look at online versus um, casino, this this is typically where it gets a bit more political. You know, governments are wanting to be able to tax um, and and you know gambling to be contributing towards their GDP, and often you know with online casinos it's 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 a bit more tricky to do um and that's essentially why the licensing comes in because and, and is so hefty at times is because essentially the governments and the countries want to be able to benefit as much as they can um so let's say let's take for argument's sake you you're real play and you essentially meet all the restrictions you know can you just go ahead and and set up a a gambling related account well unfortunately it's not as easy as that you need to first and foremost um, present a um, essentially a, a gambling certification now um, the the best way to do that is obviously you need to go and get uh, seek the necessary legal advice to make sure that you're fully registered in the the country that you're wanting to operate 
Um, and and at the same time, uh, you know, just that being said, just submitting it, uh, you know, we found that in some instances, operators have waited up to 12 months, um, you know, to have their application considered. And so I'm sure you can appreciate that, that <laughs> you know, that's quite a, that's a long way to wait for a business. And, and you know, yeah, but you, you, you would have seen how many times we have people inquiring, companies inquiring, and we have to essentially deliver the bad news. Well, you know, um, actually, there's this additional step in the process, which you guys need to address. Fortunately, uh, as you know, we've uh, recently introduced a, an iGaming specialist attorney um, within our organization. So, uh, you, you know, if, if that is a route that you want to take, um, then it's definitely uh, recommended. I mean, that essentially can cut down the waiting line from 12 months up to, you know, a couple of months. Um, and that, in, and that includes the, the legal consultation process, um, in its entirety. And, and really then, um, you know, it's up to the lawyer to provide you with the necessarily uh, the necessary documentation to submit to the likes of Google, the likes of Facebook. Um, and, and I think the key here is utilizing an iGaming attorney, a specialist attorney. And I, I can't stress that enough because um, the fact that they understand the precedents, the fact that they are more likely um, to have engaged with these platforms in the past and will essentially carry a lot more weight in their arguments and um, yeah, in their motivation to, to provide you with the necessary um, access to, to advertise. So that, that, that can't be undervalued. You know, I've seen so many times where, they go to a, you know, even a big to a, a big firm, but very generic in their um, in their expertise, very generalist, should I say, in their expertise, and it's just not carried the same weight. And in the end, they still had to wait the, you know, the six. I mean, it might be cutting it down by a few months, but it's it's still definitely um, not as effective. Yeah, but that turnaround time surely, you know, depends greatly on the process that was followed uh, by the you know, online company initially. Uh, I think you've, you know, you've just mentioned a few key criteria that needs to be considered. And I just want to summarize those because, you know, I think there's some some really nice guidelines there. I mean, you've got five, six there, and primarily you've got, you know, free play versus real play. And if you are a real play, ensure that Google and Facebook or any meta um, social platforms are in fact, um, you know, that you're clear on what they're putting forward as their minimum criteria. Obviously, just never target minors. Uh, just even stay away from the visuals. Uh, and then the locale, you know, the regional restrictions. Uh, and then I think ultimately the licensing is required in that region. And I think there's five, you know, big metrics to consider when trying to get your restrictions lifted. And, and I think if, if I'm understanding you correctly, by just doing those properly, you're already equipping a um, the legal support that you're you're enlisting to actually close a lot of those those issues out um, by just having followed the right process from the outset. Indeed, and I know how you love a good process. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what are we without them? No, but I, I think I think the big question then becomes right. So. Sure. I mean, you're considering those 
criterias and, and the restrictions and the best practices and processes around that. Um, and once you do have a lawyer, but I mean, often, you know, there, there is, there are some other mechanisms surely outside of a, a lawyer to get those restrictions removed. Um, and in your experience, what has been, and I'm sure they've been very tedious, but I mean, what are some of the, the, let's call it independent avenues that people have pursued to try and remove restrictions and, and what have, what have been the implications of trying to do it, uh, by themselves? I think at the end of the day, it's just time, um, is, is going to be the major problem. And, and to be fair, if you don't make a compelling enough argument, you just simply get declined. So, you know, Perfect example, um, you know, of a client that um, recently came on board and they've essentially been trying to get their certification uh, for, as I said, about a period of 12 months. So they came along to us. We obviously engaged with our iGaming specialist attorney and, you know, we've already had the documentation submitted within in that period. It's been a month so far. So we're expecting approval within the next coming weeks. Um, right. Sorry. So essentially, if you're going to make the capital outlay to to start a online gaming platform, you got to just make sure that you're going to have to put the same forward for getting the necessary rights and permissions to do so. And there really is only one effective way if you're in it to make uh, well to make money and grow a successful business, and that is to go through uh, specialist legal services for iGaming. Hundred percent. Right. Well, cool. guys, I think there you have it. This is one of those non-DIYs. Um, definitely refer to the expert. And uh, hopefully you'll be up and get your customers playing in no time. Cool. Guys, thanks so much for listening today. If you like the episode, please give us a, a like, a subscribe. Uh, um, yeah, on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. And it you know, really, really helps uh, you know, get our podcast in front of more people and improves our rankings. And we shall see you next week. Yeah. See you later. See you later, everyone. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Smart Marketing. Be sure to review, rate, and subscribe to keep up to date with the latest marketing tips, insights, and tactics to help make your marketing a success.